Hey guys, welcome back to Financial Flex with Lex. Let's change the way we talk about money. I'm Alex, your host for today, and happy Tuesday. Hope everyone is having a great Tuesday and feeling rather stimulated, if you, if you know what I mean. Um, at the time of this recording, we haven't gotten our stimulus checks yet, but they're pending in John's account. So hopefully by the time you guys are hearing this, I will be $1,400 richer. And we're actually using the $2,800. We're putting $2,000 towards, you guessed it, loans and then the $800. Um, I'm not sure what we're doing with that. We may just do $400 for John, $400 for me, and like we can spend it on whatever, which is, I I think, the, the route we're going to take because you know what? Like, it's been a year. <laughs> so on today's episode, I am actually talking about weddings. So I'm going to a wedding this weekend. Um, one of my best friends, Khadija, is getting married. I kind of want to say it has her wedding will have more of like an elopement feel because it, it'll be like very small. But nonetheless, going to her wedding um, this weekend and then Actually, next month is um, me and John's second wedding anniversary, which is kind of crazy. Like, time is kind of flying that fast. So I decided to do today's episodes on weddings because um, I know that a lot of people are getting engaged. A lot of people had to actually postpone their weddings, you know, for like another year due to the pandemic. And honestly, they can get pricey. Um, I feel like for me... I didn't really have wedding brain like I wasn't I was never one of those girls who was like oh my gosh like daydreaming of their wedding that just wasn't me but the moment I got engaged like all of a sudden I, I kind of got sucked into the whole wedding fiasco and really wish I hadn't um, looking back and so I just want to share with you guys like some of my biggest wedding regrets um, what I liked about our wedding and tips to avoid spending a massive amount of money on your wedding if that is the route you're trying to take. So let's start off with a few wedding facts that I actually got from The Knot. I just have two facts here. Um, Actually, no, three. So in 2019, the average wedding was around $33,000. The highest area of spending that I saw was within the venues, which is kind of makes sense. Um, And that was around $10,000 on average. And then next would be the engagement ring, which is $5,000, you know, on average. So it compares like our wedding in comparison to those numbers, pretty low. So we spent $10,000 in total for our wedding, which included the venue, food, decorations. Um, John paid for my engagement ring and my band in cash I believe it was five thousand dollars for the set um which I really applaud him for doing because I know a lot of people they'll feel the pressure to be like oh my gosh you know I just want to give my girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever the like most perfect ring and they end up spending like so much money and putting it on credit and then you have a ring that you can't afford or that you know you're spending the next like two years paying it off so it was really nice that he was able to um save up that save up that money for me to get my ring and 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 I love my ring I've actually been like switching between wearing my actual like engagement ring and just my band because I kind of like how like just simple just my band looks sometimes but that's beside the point so 
In addition to like, you know, the venue engagement ring, obviously I think like a pretty pricey price point is the wedding dress. And so I actually have a very funny story of how I kind of got scammed with my wedding dress. And I've never told the story to anyone except for my friend Bria and John. So listen closely. All right. So obviously we are trying to do this <laughs> on a budget. And so I didn't want to spend like a whole, whole lot on a dress because I was going to be paying for it myself. Like I wasn't, you know, expecting like my mom or my dad to pay for it, whatever. So there was this dress that I saw and it was really pretty, but it was like a designer dress. And so I, oh my gosh. So I tried to find a dupe for that dress and it was like online, like this like Chinese, like online market, like AliExpress kind of thing. Like it was just, I should have known from the beginning not to do it. So, you know, with John's mom, she kind of encouraged me. She was like, oh, these are cute, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, like, We'll try, like, I'll try it. So um, I ordered this dress for $200. And when I got the dress, you guys, it was absolutely heinous. Like, it was basically see-through. And it was just made out of the cheapest materials. But what was I expecting for, like, $200? And it was just, uh, like, awful. And, of course, the communication with the company was terrible. And needless to say, I didn't get my $200 back because it was just just like the most annoying back and forth with the people in China and me. And it's like, it, it, it just got to be too much. So eventually my aunt, thanks Aunt Loretta, she came in, saved the day and she offered to, I think she gave me a portion of my of money for my wedding dress. So um, I paid, I think she paid for half of it. And I paid for half of it or something like that. Like I, I'm a little fuzzy on the details, but I went to David's bridal and got, I think my dress was around like $1,300. And then like at the end of it was like $1,600 with like the alterations and stuff like that. But yeah, so basically don't go, don't go too cheap when trying to get your wedding dress or rather don't go to like sketchy you know, online marketplaces. Like I know, um, like Lulu's has like super cute bridal dresses and like a lot of, I think like stores like that or online stores like that are, are starting to get into like the wedding industry. So like you can find affordable, cute wedding dresses. Um, if that's the route you want to take, or you can, you know, go to like a David's bridal or what have you. So <clears throat> I don't talk about this much, but I, um, I always like when just like when talking with John, I always say like how much I wish we had just like eloped instead because it like during my wedding, I, I realized like I'm just like not a wedding person. I don't like all the attention to be on me. I don't really like to dance. It's just not my, I don't really care for crowds that much. It just really wasn't my vibe. And so I was like, man, I really wish we had eloped, which was our original plan. But I got so caught up in the wedding and looking at other people's Instagrams and the whole thing. And so I kind of just got carried away. But looking back one of my biggest wedding regrets is not eloping just having it be me him and like a few of our closest friends and families there because honestly I can't even tell you who all came to our wedding like it was just a, a blur to me um my next biggest wedding regret was not hiring our own photographer so listen if you please spend the money to get a good wedding photographer. I think that is like one of the most important things because these are photos that you cannot recreate. You want to be able to go back and be like, oh, wow, like look how beautiful I looked or like look how happy and in love we looked, like stuff like that. And John and I don't have that. So um, 
John's parents were kind enough to pay for a photographer. However, we didn't do the work to kind of see his work beforehand. We kind of just like trusted them with that, um, which was our fault. We I definitely should have looked, and I I ended up looking at looking at his work literally the day of our wedding. And I was like, oh my gosh, this this is not going to work. So when we got our wedding pictures back, they were awful. Won't go into details, but they're just so bad. And they're the reasons why I like, I absolutely will not post them on social media. So that is um, one of my biggest regrets is uh, not hiring our own photographer and doing our due diligence to have someone capture that day because both of us, John, as y'all know, is a photographer. I'm wouldn't consider myself a photographer but I have a really good eye so there were a ton of things that we were just like this is unacceptable when we actually got our photos back um and then another thing would have been not getting a food truck so I I think I would have rather just gotten like a food truck like a taco truck or something like that um I wasn't like in love with the food at our wedding I thought it was just okay which was weird because we had tasted it the like it tasted it a few weeks before, like doing a doing a taste test, and it tasted fine. But I guess when you're cooking for like the masses, like I don't know, it kind of changes things a bit. So I thought the food was just okay in my opinion, wasn't anything to run home about. But I definitely would have gotten either a different vendor or like a food truck. Okay, so now that I'm done basically bashing <laughs> my wedding, um, some things that I did like about our wedding was just that our venue was really pretty. Um, and that's one of the things everyone would say. I was like, oh, this is this place is really beautiful, which was nice. Um, that was one of the best things about our wedding. And obviously at the wedding ceremony, I didn't really care for our reception, but like our actual wedding ceremony, I thought was really nice. Um, and, you know, it's, it's something that I was I was pleased about. All right. So. Tips on how to avoid spending a massive amount of money on your wedding. I know that it is so easy to get carried away and, you know, all of a sudden you start making Pinterest boards and you're on the knot and you're on, you know, your favorite influencers who just got married. You're looking at all their wedding photos. And you know how I know that you guys are doing this because I did the same thing. Like you just get so caught up. But one way to avoid spending a massive amount of money on your wedding is to prioritize. So you splurge on things that will add value and that are memorable to you. So, I mean, spending $500 on like centerpieces, eh, maybe not. But if you want to, you know, hire a photographer, hire a videographer, those things where you can kind of capture memories and take with you like throughout the years and not just throw out once the night is over. I think those are the things that you need to like place priority upon. And like writing that on writing that down on a list, like sitting down together and being like, okay, like what do we, what are the things that are most important to us and where do they rank? And then kind of creating a budget from that, I think will help you stay in line with what you're able to afford. And then the next thing would be avoid as much as you can comparing your pending wedding to weddings that have already happened. So like I said, it's so easy to hop on Instagram and just go down a rabbit hole and you're like, oh, I love this idea. I love that idea. Like, that's so cute. That's so cute. Like, oh my gosh. And then you just all of a sudden, like everything gets out of control. So while yes, it's great to gain inspiration, don't like obsess and don't try to recreate 
someone else's wedding for your wedding day. You stick within your budget. You set a limit for yourself. And even if you have to kind of like limit the amount of time you spend on Instagram or or Pinterest, like planning that stuff out, like do that. Because um, at the end of the day, like your wedding People forget about the actual marriage part. Like the wedding is a ton of fun and it's great. But at the end of the day, when all the lights are turned off, when all the guests go home and all the sparklers have fizzed out, you are looking at your now spouse and you're like, wow, this is, we're doing life together. And a marriage is so much more than a wedding. Like marriage is like, communication it's being selfless it's being patient even when you don't want to be there are all these things that you have to kind of work out and so to end this episode on any like word of advice it would be if you're planning a wedding right now my biggest advice for you would be to do what feels right for the two of you don't listen to anyone else block out all the noise set a budget Be firm with your budget and do what feels right for you. And remember that the wedding is just one day and that marriage is for life. So with that being said, do you want to start your life together in a bunch of debt from the wedding or do you want to try to do your best to have the most beautiful wedding that you can afford and, you know, still have a happy and beautiful life? All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening and I will see you guys next week.